Okay, Matt, we've got Senator Grassley on the line. How are you doing, man? I'm glad to be with you again. You bet. So shortly before your win, eighth term as senator from the state of Iowa, I appreciate you joining us again. Glad so, to be with you, and I'll be happy to discuss whatever you want to discuss. Okay, we'll go fast and quick here. Uh, joining me today is Senator Chuck Grassley from the state of Iowa. Today, there were the opening hearings of the Select Subcommittee of the Weaponization of the Federal Government. Senator Grassley would have the most information from all this, so can you give the audience, my ag audience, a, a brief background and as well as uh, how you see this uh, subcommittee playing out over the next several weeks and months? Yeah, of course, I'm not a member of the House, so I'm not a member of this Select Committee. Uh, they asked me to testify, and when I have an opportunity to help an investigation along, they have the power of subpoena. And I think they're able to go further and uh, with the bureaucracy to get answers than uh, Senator Johnson and I have uh, in regard to uh, the weaponization of the FBI. Now, this uh, select subcommittee you're talking about is uh, not just looking at uh, the political bias that's in the uh, FBI, but that's mostly what Johnson and I talked about today. But... Uh, but they're also interested in other bureaucracies. Wherever the government, instead of being a servant of the people, is trying to dominate things or not uh, give equal justice. So for your audience, I think they probably know that I have a record of my years in the United States Senate of doing very extensive congressional oversight. Uh, this means that uh, what they learn in the checks and balances of government uh, in in eighth grade or high school government, you not only pass laws and appropriate money, but it's our responsibility in the Congress to make sure that the executive branch, Republican or Democrat, faithfully executes the laws. When I show evidence of uh, the politicalization of government, uh, how bad it's been, in this case I talk mostly about uh, FBI, but I'll give you an example of a guy now is not with the FBI because I th assume he was fired when I pointed out what he was doing uh, to Director Ray. But his name was Tebow. Yep. And, uh, and Tebow was a special agent in charge of go giving the go-ahead for various investigations or to stop investigations or say they can't go ahead. So I pointed out about eight months ago to Director Ray, information that I got from whistleblowers inside of the FBI uh, that this guy uh, started an investigation of Trump based on nothing but bad reporting and some nonprofit organization information that went out that Trump needs to be investigated for whatever it was at that time. Then we also had evidence that he stopped an investigation of Hunter Biden when there was some evidence of criminality. But I pointed it out and told Ray about it, and Ray immediately took him off of it. So that's just one example of the political bias. I went into a lot of details, ways in which they tried to stop the Johnson-Grassley investigation of the Hunter Biden and James Biden, and with some evidence, Joe Biden's even connected to it. Okay, here's a direct question. Is, that, is it your opinion, is President Joe Biden compromised by his business dealings with Chinese nationals after his term as vice president ended in 2017? I wish I could answer that yes or no, but I'm telling you this. 
that we have provided enough treasury documents and bank records that are already in the public domain that raises questions about Hunter Biden, the president's brother, getting paid by business people in China that are high up in the Communist Party and connected to Chinese intelligence and Chinese military. It's a legitimate question for our, for us to raise the possibility that could be the case. Now, I'm hoping that Jim Jordan, with the power of subpoena, which Johnson and I don't have because we're in the minority, maybe can dig down and prove one way or the other the answer to your question. So uh, during your time in political office, has there ever been a time like this in American history where uh, the cover-ups and scandals are so large? Well, it's at least unique over the last 10 years or less because, you know, some of this started with how Comey treated the Clinton emails in 2016 election. Then we've got the Hunter Biden thing. We've got all this investigation of Trump by Mueller. It was disproved that there was any connection between Trump and Putin in Russia. What Johnson and I have been fighting over the last two years, although I suppose about a year ago now, I think the air come out of these efforts that we were spreading Russian disinformation, but we actually had Democrat colleagues in the Congress working with the FBI to discredit our investigation. And of course, they uh, didn't get it discredited. And now we have the New York Times, the Washington Post admitting that it was the Democrats spreading Russian disinformation to discredit our investigation of the Bidens as opposed to our spreading Russian disinformation. But that's what you have to go through to get to the truth. Just takes too long, it kind of wears you out. That's a job of the United States Senator from Iowa, and that's what I'm going to do. And we aren't done yet. You mentioned today during your testimony that uh, this all sounds like a crime novel. And to a Midwestern farmer, I think that you hit the nail on the head there. About the Twitter file being recently released, do you think that between big government and big tech, someone will be held to account for those two entities working together to try to suppress stories that have come out over the last year, two or three? Well, I think it's very clear that the FBI and maybe even the intelligence community worked in that direction before the 2020 election within the last uh, six weeks of that election and influence the election. There's plenty of evidence through the emails that Elon Musk has uh, made public as a result of buying Twitter uh, that kind of back all that up. I think it's without a doubt that Twitter, Facebook was in bed, the efforts within our executive branch of government to stop Trump, and they worked together, and they were successful in doing it. Because just look, Everything we're talking about, Hunter Biden's laptop, and I didn't get into the laptop today. The Hunter laptop's just certain proof that that was made public in the New York Times two weeks before the election, and Facebook and Twitter wouldn't allow any discussion of it. And it looks to me like the effort to shut down the the Grassley-Johnson investigation about the Bidens was exactly handled the same way. Just to make, make light of uh, something that the FBI has been doing, they've been investigating parents that were attending school board meetings and you know not fully investigating Hunter Biden's laptop. I guess, could you comment on that? Well, yeah, it's strictly an attempt to intimidate people not to go to school board meetings. So by that attempt of intimidation, that if you go to a school board meeting, you could be arrested if you did certain things. It's violation of freedom of speech. It's violation of, of another First Amendment freedom 
the right to petition your government for redress of grievances. And uh, Garland issued a memo on that based upon a letter he got from the National School Board Association, which, of course, when several state school boards association found out about it, they uh, got the National School Board Association to send a letter that they were retracting that request. But in the process, Garland had issued the order to the FBI to keep your eye on the school boards. He has not yet withdrawn that directive, and I've asked him to do it both publicly and in the letter, but he isn't going to do it. And so you can see there again, a law-abiding efforts on the part of constituents to make their voice heard to their elected representatives on the school board is uh, being dampened, and it's not right. It's unconstitutional. You bet. I just had two more questions to finish up. I appreciate you joining me for a few <laughs> minutes today. Illinois farmer Dennis Zindel uh, texted me in a question. How do you finish off this deal and put someone that's responsible in jail eventually if the evidence leads to that conclusion do you think it's possible or is there just too much bureaucratic bullcrap well, going on in washington dc yeah now i got to give a bureaucratic answer to that but it's a constitutional answer we can get all of this stuff out like all the stuff i put out to date whatever wrongdoing there is ray should take care of it within the fbi will he do it if there's some criminal activity that we expose, uh, Congress doesn't prosecute, the executive branch prosecutes. So you hope that Congress makes a big enough case that the prosecutors can't ignore it. But if they want to ignore it, they can ignore it. That's the way the Constitution was written, what we call separation of powers. And then um, I did want to ask you who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, but to finish off this uh, meat part of the uh, interview, during last summer's hearing with FBI Director Ray. Uh, he walked out early on your hearing saying he had a flight to catch, and it turned out that uh, he was going on vacation on that flight. Um, will you ever get in front of Ray again, and, and how do you think he'd respond? That Maybe he has publicly responded that he walked out on you to go on vacation. Well, first of all, I think that uh, he should be embarrassed about that because, first of all, I wasn't asking him to stay hours. Yep. There was about 10 or uh, ten of us on the Republican side that maybe had one or two more questions each we wanted to ask of it. That probably would have taken another 15 or 20 minutes of his time. But he said he had a meeting he had to go to. So then he had, the FBI has a plane. The plane's not being supposed to be used for personal use, but he used it to fly to the Adirondacks in northern New, New York State uh, to have a vacation. And uh, and it's just uh, wrong, and I hope he's embarrassed about it. And by the way, you ask, will we get him before the committee again? Yes, we will, because uh, it's his responsibility to appear at least once a year for an oversight hearing. Great. Like I said, as a farmer from the Midwest, uh, we raise cattle. Just basic accountability is all anyone is asking for. It just seems like sometimes we're not getting that with uh, some of these events going on in Washington, D.C., but sunlight is the best disinfectant, and hopefully Representative Jordan, with his subpoena power, can uh, bring some of these people to task, get to the end of this non-accountability stage in U.S. history. Lightheartedly, at the end of this deal, uh, do you have a favorite to win the Super Bowl between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs has won it uh, a few times compared to Philadelphia. I suppose Iowans want Kansas City to win it, 
but I would uh, feel good if the Philadelphia Eagles won it because they're they don't do very good in professional football. Sounds like Senator Grassley is more in line with what Tim Schaefer thinks than John Sullivan. Good back and forth between those two. Show cattle enthusiasts. I would say I'm just hoping for a good game. Yeah, hopefully uh, everybody's favorite can perform well. And thank you very much for your time and look forward to uh, hearing more updates about this subject and others going forward in the coming weeks and months, sir. I sure thank you for having me. And I want to make clear for your uh, listeners that when I talk about the FBI, I'm talking about here at headquarters in Washington, D.C. I'm not disparaging any of the good works that people at the grassroots do doing their investigations because I think they're trying to do just what the FBI was set up to do. But this political bias at Washington, D.C. headquarters has to end. Yes, sir. Thank you, Senator Grassley, and maybe someday we'll have you back on. I appreciate it very much. Have a good day, sir. Well, I'd be glad to have you ask me. Goodbye, Matt. Thank you. Bye.